up there for us on the silver screen. Come grab a seat, the popcorn is on me. Hello, welcome to Meet Me at the Movies. I am Noel T. Manning II, and this is an extra special edition, an extra large, a double XL edition of Meet Me at the Movies. Uh, Thomas Manning joining us uh, as, as always, and we're really happy to have uh, joining us today uh, Ed Phillips, who is the CEO for the Burke County Tourism Development Authority. And we're going to talk Last of the Mohicans. And, and anybody who knows me knows I don't care anything about Last of the Mohicans. Is that right, Thomas? Uh, some, I wouldn't say that's exactly accurate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, anybody who knows me knows uh, my deep, deep love for Mohicans and um, fortunate enough to be involved in it uh, back when I was a, a college student and uh, worked as an intern and then got hired uh, to work uh, during the production with the assistant directors department and just very thrilled uh, when I heard that, uh, that Ed, you guys we're going to do something. You're going to pull together uh, a 30th anniversary. Hard to believe it was 30 years ago. A 30th anniversary of Last of the Mohicans uh, Festival and Reunion. And uh, it's going to be taking place uh, really over the course of a few days. But, but with Burke County, there's a huge emphasis on what's happening. So give us a little background on how this happened. Uh, May 12th through the 14th uh, is the extended uh, aspect of it. But there's music. There's Q&A. There's Right. Um, arts and crafts, there's tours, there's reenactors, there's a lot of stuff. So, so give us a little background, if you would, on how this all happened. Well, most people in Burke County are familiar with the fact that Last of the Mohicans and the fort, Fort William McHenry, was filmed here um, on the shores of Lake James. And um, I've lived here since 1992. The movie was filmed here in 91 and then released in 92. And so, um, you know, we just heard stories over the years. I've been to the fort site many times where it was located on Lake James and um, and people just there's all kinds of, of life rumors about it, how it impacted <coughs> people, um, how people were involved in the movie. And so, you know, looking at tourism here, looking at um, the impact of film induced tourism on places like um, Lake Lure with Dirty Dancing um, and other places in North Carolina, Hunger Games was filmed here. Um, in 2011 and then released in 2012 and that was up at Henry River Mill Village and we've seen the huge impact that film induced tourism has had here. So we, we talked about, put, we put together a committee and we talked about the impact it had. Should we have a festival and reunion? And because there were on one day of the, the filming, there was over 2000 people on set. And that's a huge, huge set. I mean, it's like, unheard of in, in North Carolina film history that you would have 2000 people on a set one day. Yeah. And so um, anyway, we started talking to locals and the stories that just came out. And the one thing that was uniform among the people we spoke to is that the summer of, of uh, 91, when they filmed here, May through July, was a life-changing experience for many of them. Um, they were there, you know, 18 hour days for weeks and weeks and weeks. Um, they got to become great friends from people all over the country. Um, they still are friends to this day. Yeah. And so, you know, just talking about the impact that working on that film had on their lives was very interesting. And so we decided we're going to have this festival to celebrate the fact the film was made here and also the reunion aspect of it to bring people back just to reconnect those who were involved, whether they were actors, whether they were makeup artists or um, set builders and um, 
I mean, it, the the impact on this community was huge. The, the massive aspect of what this film was, it was the biggest budget film ever shot in North Carolina at that time. Right. And you could not travel around with North Carolina if you, if you loved film and not hear about it. Even Eastern part of the state, people were talking about this big movie being shot in North Carolina, Michael Mann uh, attached to it, Daniel Day-Lewis, Oscar winner. Uh, you know, you had um, you know, Oscar winning folks that were involved behind the scenes as well. And it was just one of those things that resonated. And Thomas, uh, you know, you were not alive at the time, but man, you've, you've come to grow and, and get some love for this, for this project as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, growing up, hearing about it from you, hearing all the production stories, and then seeing the posters uh, decorated throughout the house. I know you had multiple posters of Daniel Day-Lewis with the the classic shot of him running straight to the camera. Um, and of course, I was a little bit too young to watch it for a while. But uh, once I once I hit that age, like you know, 11, 12 years old, uh, the first time I watched it, I just remember um, you know going into it expecting you know having heard so many things about it over the years just wondering if it could live up to those heights and the expectations i had set and i'm you know very happy to say that it did and uh just over the past you know decades since i first watched it i've just continued to develop an appreciation and admiration for it and also talking to other film critics as i've gotten to network with other film critics from across the country uh it's pretty cool to hear you know, how much Last of the Mohicans has meant to them in their own lives and just thinking about it, how this is something that, you know, I had this personal connection to with my father who worked on the film and uh, it's filmed um, just right here in my home state, of North Carolina, just a couple counties over from where I've lived my whole life. Um, so it's, it's just, I, I just think that speaks to the power of a film like this um, to, you know, kind of transcend um, so many cultural aspects and just connect people from all over the country and all over the world. And I know Thomas, you had a question you wanted to ask Ed as well. So you can go ahead and dive in. Right. Right. Uh, so Ed, I know that uh, this festival overall takes place uh, over a three day period between May 12th and May 14th. Uh, if you want to share a little bit about some of the specific uh, events that will be held over that period. And I know May 14th, I believe is the day that um, is the big day for you and uh, your crew. Yeah, so um, the, the 12th and the 13th, we're offering excursions um, to film sites. And um, Friday the 13th, we're actually going to take a bus from Morganton over to Chimney Rock Park and to look at the scenes there where it was filmed. And we have uh, Leon Goodstriker, who um, was in the film predominantly um, in the back. He was uh, the, the, the native core, if you will, um, was in a great deal of scenes. Um, his role in the movie progressed as the shooting went on. Um, they just fell in love with him. But um, he's coming from Alberta, Canada, and he's coming in and he's going to lead that tour on uh, Friday. And then he'll also be here on Saturday to talk to folks and sign autographs. On Thursday, the 12th, we're offering a tour of the Henry River Mill Village. So not really Mohicans related, but still film tourism. And that's where uh, Hunger Games was filmed. So we figured people might also want to see that um, down in Hildebrand, which is just about, you know, 15 minutes east of Morganton, downtown Morganton. But the real big deal is going to be on Saturday the 14th, and we're turning the downtown historic square, which has been newly renovated, a brand new stage and um, outdoor event area. And we're going to turn that into 1757. So that's the year the movie was set in. 
And we have reenactors coming. The Southeastern Civilian Living Historians are coming. And they're going to camp out on Friday night and Saturday night. And they're going to be here living as if they were in 1757. Wow. And they're going to be cooking. And they're going to have their crafts going and weaving um, and basket making. And um, just and then on the other side of the square, well, on the same north side, but across the sidewalk, we have another group that's here that's going to be the frontiersmen. So you have the kind of the, the non-military home life of the 1700s. And then you have the frontiersmen of the 1700s that are going to be encamped on the other side. Um, and they're going to have uh, longbow making demonstrations, knife making, uh, flint napping. Then, um, yeah, so they're, they're going to talk about and showcase pelts and just life on the frontier um, on that side of the square. Then we have other folks. We have a blacksmith coming that's a knife maker, makes all kinds of things. Um, and hopefully we'll have some demonstrations of tomahawks. We're going to have tomahawk throwing, um, a remote uh, portable tomahawk throwing event set up here, um, which is going to be a lot of fun. And then um, other exhibitors that will be here that day also uh, from the period. They'll be in period attire and representing 1700s. So we're really turning the square into 1757. Um, our entertainment for the day, well, first of all, the festival starts at 10 a.m., and we hope to have everybody on the square and set up by then. And then the gates will open at 10. This is a ticketed event. It's really, this is a new, new event area for us. So the only way to really control the crowd and know how many people are going to show up inside this limited space was to sell tickets. Tickets are $10. There's like a $3 fee. So it's like 13 bucks to get in. It will be well worth it. Trust me. When you look, when you come up and see this, you're going to go, I've got to see that. I got to get in. <laughs> So um, then entertainment wise, we have um, starting at noon, we have the Jeff Little Trio. Jeff is a uh, world renowned bluegrass musician, but he plays an unusual bluegrass instrument. He plays the piano. And so Jeff is gonna be on stage with his trio, award-winning um, banjo picker and upright bass. And they'll do an hour set at 12 o'clock, captivating. I mean, Jeff is unbelievable on this piano playing bl these bluegrass songs and old hymns. and it's really a great act. Um, we'll, we'll do a break after that. We're gonna have uh, Michael Bigham on stage. Michael was the scout, okay? He is a film scout, location scout. And Michael's been doing this for 40 years. And he has scouted every film in Western North Carolina that you can think of, as well as TV commercials, magazine shoots, you name it, he's done it. And he's gonna tell the story of how they found the locations for Last of the Mohicans, because that's a very unique story, had to be in a very specific place. Michael Mann, you know, he was very detail oriented, had to be exactly right. And so Michael's gonna tell that story in a 15 or 20 minute dialogue with him. And then we have an Appalachian folk group who's gonna be on uh, traditional music that's gonna be on stage for an hour. Um, uh, Alan Darvo and um, Slight Departure is the name of his group. So that'll be like a five-piece uh, traditional Appalachian. We're also going to have a stage call for anyone involved in the film. And we're going to put them on stage and we're going to take a photo. And wow. We, we I'll, expect, be there. I'll be there. <laughs> we expect there to be hundreds and hundreds of people on the stage set up, lined up for this photo. And that's going to be fun and exciting to have people back. And, and then we'll, we'll post that and people will be able to go back and look at that. Wow. Um, we're also going to have a a question and answer period with some of the extras and people that were involved. Leon Goodstriker 
Eric Curley from here, Morganton was uh, soldier number one. Yeah. Curtis Gaston was soldier number two. Yes. And uh, Curtis will be here as well as some others. And then um, at four o'clock, our, our headliner act for the whole festival is Alice Dare Frazier. Alice Dare Frazier is a Scottish Highland fiddle player. And he is quoted as a Scottish, um, a, a really just a treasure of Scotland. And Alice Dare played on the soundtrack for Last of the Mohicans. He also played on the soundtrack for Titanic. So he's going to bring a trio with him from California, and they're going to perform at 4 o'clock, two sets. And we're just super excited for the involvement of those people. You know, we've reached out. To, if anyone we could find, we reached out and said, hey, we're going to do this. It's been 30 years. What do you think? And yeah. every single one said, we have to be there. Yeah. How do we get involved? And so it goes back to, you know, most people said it was the summer of their lives that they will never yeah. forget. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 1991. I I I kept a journal every day that I was on the set and um, vivid memories, and have kept in touch with many of those. You mentioned Curtis Gaston. He and I have stayed connected throughout the years. And uh, after the break, I want to uh, talk a little bit about. He's provided you, I think, with some incredible photos that I know he took uh, yeah. as well. We'll talk about that after the break. But before the break, I do want to say, Thomas, I'm going to challenge you to a tomahawk throwing contest all right all right okay you're on. i'm going to do, do it um uh, our guest right here on meet me the movies is ed phillips he is the ceo for brooke county tourism development authority we're talking about the uh, 30th anniversary of last of the mohicans and uh, the festival and reunion that's taking place may 12th through the 14th uh and uh, gotta go check out uh, what's the website where's the best website where people can go uh, if go they to, to check out the details sure go to discover burkecounty.com burke is spelled b-u-r-k-e and just scroll down you're, you'll see an intro little video about our area but then if you scroll down it pops right up right there and you can click in the little box and it will take you to everything you need to know about buying tickets the schedule for the day and just everything about it so that's really easy at discoverburkecounty.com Awesome. Stick around. We appreciate everybody joining us right here on Meet Me at the Movies, whether you're doing that through C19 TV or through WGWG. We appreciate uh, however you choose to spend time with us. Uh, we'll come back after this brief intermission. Uh, and, uh, and Thomas, I think you've got the next question as well to, to bring us back. Uh, so stick around. We'll be right back. It's intermission, rise and stretch time. Time to refresh yourself and visit our snack bar. Got a yen for hot popcorn? Your favorite soft drinks are sparkling cold. The juicy Frank sizzling hot. There's delicious coffee freshly brewed and all kinds of ice cream and candy to tempt you. Showtime will be announced loud and clear to get you back to your car in time. So stretch your legs. Come to the snack bar now. Come and meet me at the movies. Won't you come and watch it? Hi, and welcome back into Meet Me in the Movies. I am Thomas Manning here with Noel Manning, and we also have a special guest here, Ed Phillips, talking to us about the uh, Last of the Mohicans Festival in Morganton, North Carolina, that uh, he's kind of going to be uh, heavily involved with. Uh, so, Ed, 
I'll let you uh, give us your official title that you are working with this festival. Uh, we we tried it before, but I couldn't quite get all the words down pat, so I'll let you uh, give us that. That's quite all right. So I'm the um, CEO of the Burke County Tourism Development Authority, which is uh, Burke County, for those who don't know, is the county seat is Morganton, and it's located along Interstate 40. We're about 45 minutes east of Asheville. Um, Hickory is to the east of us. Uh, Linville and Linville Falls, Linville Gorge is to the north of us and um, Cleveland County and the South Mountains are in the, the south of Burke County. So that's kind of where we are. Excellent, excellent. And with this festival, uh, we talked a little bit briefly about some of the locations that uh, Last of Mohicans was shot in and how there were going to be some guided tours of some of those locations. Uh, so if you want to talk a little bit more about the specifics of that and uh, some of the um, just some of the details with where exactly the tours are going to be uh, taking you all. Yeah, so on Thursday, the 12th of May, um, we're going to offer a tour to Henry River Mill Village, which is in eastern Burke County, right off of I-40. And that's where uh, Hunger Games was filmed. The original first Hunger Games was filmed. Um, the village there that's, um, was uh, the coal mining village, District 12. And so uh, Jennifer Lawrence spent 30 days on set there and uh, shot there. And um, it's still in existence. And they offer tours. And there's actually now a a bet, uh, Airbnb there where you can go and spend the night uh, on the set. So um, pretty interesting place to check that out. Then on Friday, May the 13th, you'll be able to board a motor coach in Morganton that morning and go to Chimney Rock Park um, and take a tour of Chimney Rock Park, includes a catered lunch. And Leon Goodstriker, one of the, the natives in the Last of the Mohicans film, is coming in from Alberta, Canada, and he will be your tour guide of the day uh, on the motor coach and greet everyone and take care of it at Chimney Rock. And then our, our main festival will start uh, 10 a.m. on Saturday, May 14th in downtown Morganton. And uh, you had mentioned um, during the uh, during the break, Thomas, I think you were you were talking uh, with Ed about uh, the fort uh, on Lake James. Uh, and, and I think you had a question about that too. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I know you mentioned that's one of the frequent questions you get uh, is, is the fort still there? But I think you have a you have a pretty solid answer there. Uh, if you want to describe some of that history. There, there literally the only thing left from that fort is really the flat ground where it was constructed. Um, and so during the movie, if you recall, it burnt. It was also never built to to last more than two to three months. Um, it was built out of raw lumber, so it wasn't treated or anything like that. And um, what was left of it after the fires, it, it decayed pretty quickly, and it was actually buried on site, the timbers. Um, we have visited the site and found a few little remnant artifacts, including a barrel stave out of a whiskey barrel. We did find one of those up there. But after searching the area pretty carefully, that's all we found. There's nothing else left. There are some entrenchments there still that were built for the film. Um, and those are still in the ground, and one can see those if you hike the Fauna Flora State Trail. And so there's a new trail that circles Lake James, um, just, just west, uh, northwest of Morganton. And um, on the trail there, there's a spot where you can see the entrenchments uh, where the, uh, I guess it was the French that were shelling the British inside the fort. And um, when, if you see the movie and then you go back and look at this spot where that you can kind of visualize it. Now, these trees, they planted uh, loblolly pines 30 years ago. And so the loblolly pines are, are huge. Yeah. And uh, they cover the entire site. Um, but they actually had cut all those trees before the film um, and used some of that lumber for construction and for parts of the battle scenes. 
So it is still out there. It is on public land. You can go see it, um, but don't expect it to look like it did. In the <laughs> I've got to say, uh, I remember when they were building that fort and it was, it was astounding because uh, it, it was not just a facade. I mean, it was an actual fort, scaled fort. And uh, I remember when shooting was going on, we could actually hear termites eating at the lumber. You talked about the raw lumber. And yeah. I just remembered that vividly, you know, hearing, hearing that sound of yeah. the creatures. And, uh, and that was, uh, that was an interesting, uh, interesting memory. Uh, before the break, you had mentioned a Michael, uh, Michael Bingham um, and the location scout. And man, he, he is really uh, a phenomenal location scout. Uh, I remember spending some time with him on some of his uh, excursions and I'm really glad you got him and, uh, Curtis Gaston, I think you've got some pretty amazing photos from Soldier Number Two that that you've got a, available as well. We do. We we have um, solicited photos from folks that were local or folks that were far away. Uh, Curtis has sent us some images. We've also Eric Curley, um, who was Soldier Number One, also sent us information and photos. Um, we also have on display. It's already up in the historic courthouse in the center of the downtown square. Um, we have some artifacts from. Um, the movie, and we have um, we have a British uniform um, that that was a movie prop. We have styrofoam cannonballs. <laughs> you got to remember a lot of the things you saw <laughs> in the movie, um, and the movie was shot mostly at night too, so things didn't have to look perfect in the dark. So some of those stacks of cannonballs were really just round uh, styrofoam that were painted black and pieced together and stacked up. And so we have a display of those that were actual artifacts from the movie. We have a musket. Um, we have also a whiskey barrel, a small whiskey barrel that the construction manager of the fort, um, he, he loaned it to us. He's had it at home for, for years. Um, we also have a set of blueprints of the fort, the original blueprints um, that are long and I don't know how long they are, like 13 feet long or something that were put up. And, um, and that's what they used literally to build the fort, um, the stockade, the cabin, yeah. Um, that was in the movie. And, uh, you know, they went to great extremes. Supposedly the fort cost $6 million. And I can't remember if I, they said they used 5,000 sheets of plywood, which sounds exorbitant, but it was a lot of plywood underneath right. um, to kind of hold it all together, which you never yeah. see the plywood in the movie. And yeah. then after they got the fort built and they were chinking, putting mud in the logs, in between the logs, um, Michael Mann looked at that and he said, we can't have that. That's red mud. And they didn't have red mud in, in New York where <laughs> yeah. Fort William McHenry was built. He said, that mud's dark. And so they hired painters yep. from here in Morganton to go in and paint that mud brown. Yeah. And so the painters have come to me and told their story about getting a call one day and how many people they could get together and run up there and, and paint the mud brown. <laughs> well, so, I think that that speaks to Michael Mann's attention to detail. And that's one of the things that I remember vividly. And uh, I'm going to share with you some of the pre-production photos, if I'm able, where you're able to see Michael Mann looking at the Native Americans and looking at their makeup and, and wanting to make sure it was accurate, not just the makeup, but the way that the different tribes had their hair cut or no hair at all. It was absolutely tattoos. amazing. Yeah, and the tattoos, all of that. Yeah. And Michael yeah. Mann was such such a detail-oriented person for this project, and it shows. It absolutely yeah. shows. Thomas, yeah. go ahead, buddy. 
And uh, over this three-day period, there's going to be just so much celebration of the movie, obviously, but uh, there also will be an opportunity for people to watch it. Is that correct, uh, I believe, on that Saturday night? Yeah, so the, the Marquee Cinemas in downtown Morganton is just right on the square. And so they're going to have two showings. I believe it's at 7 o'clock and 9.30, and people will be able to go over and see it on the big screen. Um, we talked to Marquee m- months and months ago about showing it, and they actually, Disney owns the rights to the distribution now of the movie 30 years later somebody still owns the rights to it so (laughs) and we they went to disney and disney said um well why do you want to show the movie and he said well we're having a little festival and it was filmed here and they said oh that's great go ahead wow well they're not disney's not charging us a dime wow that's Uh, incredible that is incredible so the theater is to show it you know a minimum charge i believe it's like seven dollars or something to see it but Still, we've been told that's the first time in 30 years it's been on the on the big screen. So wow. you know, a lot of people have said we never expected to see it on the big screen ever again. Oh man, that's yeah. incredible. That's a that's yeah. a great way of of I think you know kind of capping some things off is is having that opportunity. Right. Uh, we are talking uh, with Ed Phillips. He is the CEO for the Burke County Tourism Develop- Development Authority. Uh, and uh, we are talking about the 30th anniversary of Last the Mohicans. There's a festival and reunion going on uh, May 12th through the 14th, uh, and it's all uh, focused right there in the Morganton area. There's a lot of excursions going on as well, but, uh, but Ed, any final thoughts or comments you want to make sure you share uh, with our uh, listeners and viewers? Well, I think it's just a, a fascinating look back on um, the history of, of film production in Western North Carolina and what it takes to put together a movie, you know, and it's, you know, a two hour movie took three months to shoot and they shot all over Asheville and um, they shot up at Linville Falls for just one, really just one scene and really took a, hundreds of people up there for what one scene they shot on the Biltmore State. Yeah. and um over chimney the rock State, as well yeah chimney rock i mean it was it was a huge 60 million dollar uh production um yeah. uh, music the score won an academy award um we're just real excited there's a lot of people around here who again said it was just a, a, a turning point in their lives remembering filming and working on the movie the summer of 91 and we're just going to give them a chance to come back and relive that yeah, and, and there's there's live music, there are Q&A sessions, uh, there's arts, there's demonstrations, there's tours, uh, reenactors, just so many different things. It is a full-blown festival that is for sure celebrating uh, the film, but also the time period. And I think that's what's beautiful about what it is uh, that, that you're doing uh, with this. Now, if anybody wants any merchandise in celebration of this, are you going to be having opportunities where you can get either T-shirts or mugs or, or anything like that? Yeah, so let me tell you, we have, um, we've done a t-shirt uh, that should be out next week, and we're going to have some some at the festival and some that you can order. And we've also done a little logo, I think you've seen that, and um, we have some uh, uh, acrylic little magnets that we're going to sell. It's small, people can take them home with them, yeah. uh, put them on their refrigerator or whatever. Um, and then I believe Leon Goodstriker is bringing some ball caps that he's made um, for Last of the Mohicans um, that uh, he's bringing from uh, Canada. Um, and then don't let me forget that afternoon from four to or three to six, there's also the Catawba Valley beer festival on the site. And so that's a separate ticket, but it's on the same grounds that allow you to sample beers from 12, um, Catawba Valley uh, breweries here close to Morganton, um, Hickory and Lake James. Um, Ed, I just want to thank you for your time and, uh, for, 
you know, for having such passion for a movie that's that means a lot to a lot of people, including us. So yeah. great. Yeah, Thanks Ed, for having this, me. Yeah, Ed, this has been amazing. It's wonderful to, for what, what you're, you're doing, doing. and uh, it's wonderful to have you here. Uh, and again, for folks that want to uh, to get the tickets or find out more, what's the website where you uh, where they should go and where you want to send them? Go to discoverburkcounty.com. Scroll down just a little bit and you'll see it pop right up. Click on it. It'll take you to all the ticketing and all the information on the festival. Awesome. Again, appreciate everybody spending time with us right here on Meet Me at the Movies, uh, talking about the 30th anniversary of Last Mohicans being in theaters. Uh, and you can you can do it and immerse yourself into it by going to uh, Burke County, going to Morganton, uh, the Courthouse Plaza on uh, May 14th. But there were events going on May 12th through the 14th. Uh, celebrating the last Mohicans Festival and a reunion. And uh, I'm truly looking forward to it. I've already got uh, Thomas lined up. We're going to be doing uh, some uh, tomahawk throwing uh, competitions. <laughs> I, I don't know if we throw them at each other or if there's a target, but we'll we'll figure that out when we get there. So we figure appreciate it. <laughs> right. So thanks to everybody who uh, took the time to spend with us right here today on Meet Me at the Movies. And then uh, until next time, that's a wrap. <laughs> Many films to view Until we meet again Next time we see you We'll gladly fill you in We'll tell about the happy and the sad ones We'll talk about the good ones and the bad ones Many films to view Till we meet again.